Human design is a part science, part spiritual system that tells you who you came here to be. You have your own blueprint, your own way of becoming successful, your own way your dreams are going to come true, the way you'll experience the most joy and fulfillment. The instruction manual for how to move through the world is custom to you. When you act according to that manual, when you act as the real you, everything in life comes to you with more ease and less resistance. We all know we're different, yet we're still acting like there's one way to do life. Let's talk about it. To find out your design and the designs of the people in your life, you can visit myhumandesign.com or download the My Human Design app in the App Store and on Google Play. At the recent New Paradigm live event we did, in the break, this woman came up to me and said, I really feel like I don't want kids. And my authority is just telling me, like, I'm not excited about the idea of having them, but I'm of a certain age. And I feel like I should want kids or I should start wanting kids. Otherwise, I'm not going to have them. And she was asking me for my advice. This is such a loaded topic. And I first want to just preface that what we're going to be talking about here is like such a frontier and such a departure from the culture around baby making that, you know, you really have to do what's comfortable for you. But this is just about exploring some different approaches that may offer you some comfort. So the reason why I bring this up is because I think there's so many women in this situation where there's like this artificial pressure and you can argue biological pressure too to have children but also that you know just to get a little human design nerdy on you because we're living such longer lives um we are uranian we call it we're uranian beings now which means that we have an 84 year cycle as opposed to our ancestors that were saturnian beings that had much much shorter lives right they lived to 50 or to 28 right so now the time when you get married is around 28, where you used to get married and start having kids at 14. So everything is getting doubled. And because we're entering into a new era, we're going to live even longer than 84, right? So everything is getting outstretched, meaning that your 20s are kind of like your teenage years and your 30s are like your 20s, right? So it's very common at the moment that people who are in their mid-30s are still either figuring it out or having a career change or enjoying freedom or not married yet or don't want to get married yet or still want to have so many other things they want to accomplish or they have kids. And I think there's so many of us in this situation that it's important to talk about some alternative um, perspectives that you could have that may may be worth exploring. I'm for context, I'm 30 and I'm about to get married and I know I want to be a mom. So I'm not like the person that came and talked to you um, during New Paradigm. But I really thought that as soon as I was going to get married, I would really start to feel like, oh, I'm ready to have children. I just thought that's that's just going to happen. Right. Mm. Um, and I'm getting up on 30 days to getting married and it's just not there. Mm. And I was thinking about it and I realized it's actually conditioning in my head that has made me think that I should be ready right now. Mm. And um, the first thought that pops into my head is when people always say, um, you're never ready, right? Which sure, I don't know if you're ever fully understanding of what that taking that on will involve, Mm. but 
I thought to myself, if I am so reliant on my body, my intuition, so my authority in human design and the way that I work in my decision making for everything else, why wouldn't that apply now? Why wouldn't I at some point have an instinctual because I'm splenic authority, mm. I will have an instinctual hit or knowing of when it is the right time for me mm-hmm. to want that, mm. you know, and I haven't got that yet. And it's like, maybe we're never ready in quotes because we're not actually waiting for our bodies to tell us that we're ready. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. And you know, if I would have had kids earlier or if I choose to have them now, even if my body's not telling me, I'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. But I kind of want to like sit back and wait for my body to tell me that that it's the time for that. Yeah. And that's just, you know, it's living according to your design is not easy. You know, it is trying to do life in a different way. And it is jumping without a safety net because people don't live this way. And so there are no guarantees. And that's the part that's scary, right? Because, well, if that case it brings up, like, will my body ever tell me? What if it's too late? And then I regret it. I mean, it brings up a whole host of worries. And, you know, we need to acknowledge the fact that those worries are there, right? Because that's what the conditioning gives us. And that's also what biology or our previous knowledge of biology or our current knowledge of biology tells us as well so it's it's to say that you know if you're doing this work and doing this human design experiment with your own life like you really are at a frontier and we never want to act like oh just easy just listen to your whatever yeah but because everything else is changing in the world this is also going to be something that changes and it always has seemed so logical to me that you are of childbearing age until your period stops. Like why else, why would the universe not design it that way? You know what I mean? And of course, like there's environmental reasons that why we're not as fertile. And of course there's some cases where people need help and stuff. But I think this fear of if we're all much healthier than we ever were before, if we are, um, staying young biologically for so much longer as well it does track and you're hearing so many stories as well of people that have a kid at 43 and they didn't think that they would or someone had a kid at 51 and they didn't think they would and stuff so it's just to say that what we're told is the reality is not the reality for everyone just like everything else like nothing is homogenous and everyone has their own path so even if 70 or 80 percent of people are meant to have children before they're 32 in their own life path, not by science, right? But by their life path and by their destiny. That's a huge percentage of people that are meant to do it in in the anomalous ways. And that's the thing about all of us is that there's plenty of ways where we fit in, right? And there's also places where we stick out. And, um, you know, if kids is your one, it's a it's a really important one because it highlights the most other decisions are kind of reversible, you know? Yeah. And I think for me, it was conditioning that I was going to run out of time if I wait too long. And as I'm moving into my 30s and, and you are someone that has given me, I think it's really helpful to hear someone um, have a different view on something because you were someone that said to me, I just don't subscribe to the fact that I'm the healthiest in my body that I've ever been. Mm. And why wouldn't I be able to have kids in my thirties or my late thirties or even my forties? Like, mm-hmm. and it just got me thinking, wh- why am I putting so much pressure on myself to make myself be ready right now because of some biological thing that 
might be conditioning. And no, I decided I don't subscribe to that. Mm. I am. My body is the healthiest it's ever been. Mm. There's no way like lot in my head. Logically, there's no way my body is was better off having a child in my 20s than it is wow. now because I treat my body so much better now than mm. I ever did in my 20s. Like in my head, I'm like, a child is going to have a much better time being mm. born in this version of me than it would have been in my early 20s version of me when it, I'm supposedly primed for childbirth. Yeah. And and that's also, you know, you only have to look at celebrities as well to see that they, um, you know, they show those side by side pictures and looks is not everything. And of course, they're having stuff done or whatever. But genuinely, like we do you remember how old 50 used to be when we were kids and yeah. how now it's really just not even at the halfway mark of your life. No we're way. We all live to 120. So it's almost like we can't make decisions on how life timing goes now based on how long other generations lived and how other generations did it because things are going to change for us so much. Mm -hmm. And if you are someone who, you know, had kids at 26 and 27 and 30 and you're like, that's perfect too. It's not to say that everyone has to Wait. do things in radically different ways. It's just about what we want to encourage is everyone doing things that are completely right for them. And, you know, I'll just use me as an example. I always thought, I always grew up thinking I wanted kids. I remember being 18, thinking where I would be in 10 years, I'd be married with children and the whole thing. And, you know, life had other options for me. Um, I was in a relationship I thought I was going to be in forever. Um, I ended that during the pandemic. And I just know to prioritize instead of the things and the form, I know to prioritize the alignment. So what I prioritize now is being someone that I'm proud of, being someone who's loving, being someone who can give a lot of love, being someone who's open, right? And then I trust that the person will come in, the right person will come in when they need to. I trust that um, if I'm open and my light is on, that will happen. I trust that whether kids happens before we're married or after we're married or whatever, I will feel ready. But I don't think that um, it's something that you have to like try and fit into the mold. You have to fit those things into your alignment rather than the other way around. Because otherwise they become punishments in a weird way. They become things that you enslave yourself to because you're trying to make a certain outcome happen that you either think will make you belong or definitely make you happy or, you know, whatever. And, you know, children is a lot of work. Like if you're expecting to just pop them out and then be happier than ever before, the only thing that's going to change your life's happiness is your consciousness, not anything that you can add or subtract to it, right? Um, especially once you're lucky enough to have like a roof over your head and to, you know, be able to do stuff that you um, enjoy, right? Like those things, the, the, your output, your creativity, like that's, all of that stems from kids is also a form of creative, it's a creative act, right? Yeah. All of that comes from you being aligned because then you can, quote unquote channel away I don't just mean channel like that I mean draw down your spark of div of the divine that is just yours right so just aiming for the kids from an empty place and worse forcing yourself to do it because you think you're running out of time it's just like does that sound of that make your body constrict or expand and that's Constr all you need to know so 
what you're saying is it it's very new paradigm to be questioning these timelines and these these almost structures we've placed on ourselves or you know just placed off of what we've experienced in our past or watched our grandparents do or watched Mm. our parents do so it it's very new paradigm for us to be you know asking these questions yeah especially because if you think about it this way even for example freezing eggs let's take that as an example Mm -hmm. that's so early stage of a technology yeah you know what i mean Imagine if what can happen in 10 years, 20 years, all these things are going to come that are going to make such quantum leaps into the way we do life in every area that us even conceiving of trying to solve it with the current solutions is going to be wrong. Oh, wow. So would you regret, imagine, pressuring yourself to have a kid now because you're 32 versus at 42, you being able to reverse your own biological clock and then from that biological clock make your eggs be 18 again and then have kids from that and maybe have be able to have you know one back to back because they've done something else with pregnant I don't know I just no one knows and it's a disservice to pretend that I know the answer but life has got you and life supports you and it shows you what is right for you in the moment based on how you feel or how your gut is speaking to you or how your spleen is speaking to you or whatever it is and so it's us that needs to trust that all we need to know is face the truth of how we feel or what we feel or what we're picking up on in this moment and if you string that presence of facing your honesty of how you are today and then tomorrow and then today and then tomorrow that's what adds up to a life that is greater than what you can try and engineer from your logical mind yeah and I'm going to ask you a question that is a little left field and I want to read I want to like preface it with these sometimes we like to just explore possibilities Mm -hmm. around things like I'm I'm not asking you to give me this like blanket statement of what you know to be capital T true I'm just which thank god we don't we don't want to be in that business I don't we don't want to be pretending that we have all the answers we never will no it's impossible for us to actually know but I am just curious about your thought process around this um Okay, so if you say that a baby chooses its launch, like a soul chooses its launching pad, you've said before, where the exact moment, time, place of birth that sets them up for their life, Mm -hmm. there's some semblance of my authority and my, my intuition being able to know when it's the right time for a soul to choose to come in through me. Like it's almost like a dance between we forget that it's not just, Mm. you know, my mind that can logically conceive of when my child wants to come in. Mm. You know what I mean? It's a dance between me and, and that soul. Mm. So what it like, what's your thought process around that? Is it like this dance where they come, they come in when that soul's ready or do they come in when I'm ready? Yeah, that's interesting. And I don't know. I, what do you think? I think there's plenty of, again, it's like in the spiritual industry, especially, or just in life, we're tempted to find like X always means Y. For example, like someone could say, oh, well, you know, when you're trying for a baby and there's no baby coming in, it's because the baby's not ready. 
it could be one of the reasons why mm. that doesn't happen. You could also be not able to get pregnant because you're having to learn some karmic thing around taking care of yourself or learning some karmic thing around uh, the fact that going through that hardship is going to improve your relationship or it will break your relationship up. Like there's so there's such a mysticism to why we feel what we feel and there's a perfect, perfect design the universe is just such a great engineer because it it ticks the box when you're making the right decision it ticks the box on every level of every other piece and cog in your life so the thing about listening to your authority right is it is this profound thing where if you do your part everything else gets reworked around you and lifted so yes it's the contract between you and your baby if you believe in that it's also the um health of your body it's also the timing of your work it's also the success of your relationship it's also how you feel in yourself it's also your internal conversation it's also so many other knock-on effects of timing of other things of people you come across a conversation you may have big to small so it's not our job to know the the multiple ways that one decision affects everything inevitably right because everything is so tightly packed in this world that it's like you flick one domino it obviously reverberates right and we're talking about quantum dominoes here we're not talking about physical dominoes even just physical so it definitely is this thing where you activate so much deep karma and ties and dharma not just between babies but yes absolutely between babies too um, but if you want to take it to take this conversation when it really as it relates to smaller decisions, you know, absolutely. Um, and it's making me think, too, of you said, I think last week on the podcast, something about how our mind there's so like you said, there's so many inputs that create an output, like mm -hmm. a million possible inputs that make a result mm -hmm. that it's impossible for our human minds to conceive of those combinations of things that are interplaying with each other yeah like for example just for the listener like oh gut issues are always this no they're just the symptom of some kind of energetic um uh misalignment or something that isn't right for you that you're doing or participating in or something that's happening to you and the gut issue is not always oh it's caused by this yeah there's just a million inputs so mm. i feel like relying bringing it always back to strategy and authority mm -hmm. oddly enough is like relying on and i'll talk about this from my perspective relying on my authority which is splenic my intuition to know when it is time to start doing that and also like relying for people who you know maybe have had to do things like ivf to get mm -hmm. pregnant and um that's your intuition telling you to go that route to get the result that you want to mm -hmm. so like your intuition is is telling you what to do it, whatever whatever that outcome is like yeah. maybe someday i do get an instinctive hit that that is the route that i need to go mm -hmm. or and whatever so yeah. i think it's like really relying on our authority to know that it's tapping into mm -hmm. all those million possibilities all those inputs for the output that you're trying to achieve yeah and not needing to you know make sense of it so much with my mind so for me I don't need to explain why I'm not ready right now exactly and even if you try to it would be a paltry answer yeah and it's, I'm just not not going to do that anymore yeah you know that's one of the things that we majorly covered in new paradigm is that 
the only reason now, as our world gets more free, more unstructured, as um, institutions and authorities over us start to crumble, we need to stop also if we can't blame them for restricting us, we also can't restrict ourselves now and keep saying like, oh, well, I have to do this because I'm this age or whatever. Or I have to go here because I this, this, this. How about like you're going there because you want to go there? How about you're choosing not to have kids right now because you're just choosing not to have kids right now and it could change tomorrow. And the more we can talk about things that way, the more we liberate other people to also be okay with the fact that our desires and our things that we're drawn to are the compass from the universe showing us where to go. There's a reason why you make a different choice than me, you know? So it's so liberating where you possibly can to just own that certain things that you just aren't feeling. And you'd be so surprised at how much people will feel relief. Sure, some people that will cause them to maybe at first judge it or whatever, but you're gonna be flicking some kind of internal switch in them because they haven't lived in that kind of paradigm yet, right? And if you say it in an open, kind way, making it all about you and just realizing you can't necessarily explain why, but it's just what you feel, no one can really come at you for that anyway, Mm -hmm. you know? And so it's going to create this beautiful thing where we just all honor, like, if oh, all that's going to matter if is it the true desire or is it an ego desire? Are you doing it to try and get control, validation, belonging? Are you trying to do it out of trying to contort your life to look better than other people's and out of comparison and fronting and, you know, um, performing versus like just because you're drawn to it or just because and you don't know why you're drawn to it. Right. Yeah. So um, that's going to be all that matters. I wanted to have this conversation on the podcast because you sharing that specifically about your lack of fear around that was something. And I mean, I sat with it for two years or so. Mm. And even just now I'm starting to feel, wow, I do feel that in my body that I'm not taking that fear on. So Mm. I just hope that even just talking around this conversation can, you know, give someone listening the permission to actually consider how they feel about it rather than making life choices uh based off of you know fears or pressures or yeah things that just aren't made up by you yeah and i have to believe that the universe prepares us as we shift paradigms always and so it's not an accident if so many people in our generation are genuinely feeling this like there's got to be some divine design behind that you know and again not everyone and other people we all you know how many people are there in the world like we're all free to choose different things and we're all going to have different life paths but there must be some kind of like generational changing of the gods in the way that we do life Mm. if this is shifting before the outside world is validating it 